Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. My name is Robin McKinnon and I'm really excited to contribute today to Soma's new podcast initiative designed to help you practice the way of Jesus in a time of global pandemic. I want to share with you today, based on the ways that God is speaking to me about my thought life through the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verse 8. Paul wrote this section of Philippians 4 to explain how Christians can have spiritually stable and powerful lives for the glory of God. And so after discussing the necessity of unity in verses 1 through 3 and peace through prayer, verses 4 through 7, he moves on to this foundational reality of having a godly life fueled by transformed thinking. Here's what Paul writes in verse 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. I recently finished an awesome book entitled Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. In her first chapter, she states, The greatest spiritual battle of our generation is being fought between our ears. What we believe and what we think about matters, and the enemy knows it, and he is determined to get into your head and to get into my head and to distract us from doing good and sink us so deep that we feel helpless, overwhelmed, shut down, and incapable of rising to make a difference for the kingdom of God. And this is why Paul is calling us to exercise discipline when it comes to our thought lives. So let's look specifically at what he's calling us to focus on. First, he says, whatsoever things are true, True, this, this means the things that are reliable. Ultimately, it's what is found in God's inerrant word. Psalm 19.9 says, The rules of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Psalm 119.151, But you are near, O Lord, and your commandments are true. First and foremost, Paul is calling us to take our thoughts and to put them against the truth of God's word. And if they don't match up, We have to replace them with that which is true. Secondly, think of the things that are honorable, that which is dignified, lofty, elevated, worthy of reverence, the sacred as opposed to the profane. He encourages us to think of the things that are just. Some versions say the things that are right. The concept here is that which is righteous. We're to focus on what conforms to God's blindingly holy standard instead of that which falls short or violates it. Pure. The Greek root for holiness or sanctification is in this word. Holy, pure, undefiled thoughts ought to be what consume us. Lovely. This word refers to beauty, graciousness, sweetness. And then Paul says, think of the things that are commendable. This is, this is what is well spoken of or highly regarded by God. What does he highly esteem or value or respect? Dwell on that. And then excellent and worthy of praise. Here again, Paul uses broad categories to encourage us to focus on anything noble, good, praiseworthy, valuable, wholesome, and honorable. Focusing on that which is elevated will have this purifying effect on our hearts and on our minds. Think about, think on, is kind of this main verb encouragement in this sentence. And and I love to, um, there's some versions that say dwell on. It carries this idea of reflection, 
pondering, ascribing value to, taking into account. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. I am so encouraged by this verse because it reminds me I have a choice. I'm not enslaved by my thoughts. My brain can learn new patterns and my thoughts can be brought into obedience to Christ. Yes, but how? In her book, Jenny Allen anchors her teaching around the idea of a thought spiral. So she says that our emotions lead to thoughts. Those thoughts inform our behavior. Our behavior impacts our relationships, and then there are additional consequences. So this spiral can be positive or negative, depending on what we choose to do with our thought. The author is teaching that deliberate interruptions, so so when we stop and we take our thoughts captive and we bring them into obedience to Christ, right? These deliberate interruptions can abruptly stop the spiral of our minds. As we practice these interruptions, we find ourselves growing more and more into the mind of Christ. Let me give you an example that is real time. I can start to fear with all that is happening around me in the world right now. And at that point, when fear feels consuming, I have a choice. I can take that fear of a very real threat and I can take it to what is true and honorable and just. And if I do that, my thoughts will start to center on the truth that God is in control of my every day of my life. Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for your well-being, not for disaster, but to give you a hope and a future. The very hairs on your head are numbered, so don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. When I stop and take my fear to God and I think on the things of Philippians 4, then I'm able to submit to God's authority. Then I can be present and open in relationships and I can live unafraid. If I don't, however, and I allow my mind to dwell on things that are the opposite of Philippians 4, the opposite happens. If I allow my fear to lead me to the lie that I cannot trust God to take care of my tomorrows, I become resistant to his authority. I can grow controlling and manipulative in relationships, and the result is a a life that is marked by constant anxiety. The beautiful thing here is that we have a choice. Try this this week. When a thought enters your mind, diagnose it against Philippians 4.8. Is it true? Ask yourself, what does God think about this thought? And then make a choice. Are you going to believe God? A few closing thoughts. I am so aware that during this time of disruption to our normal patterns of life, I have more choices than ever with what to fill my mind with. Social media, news, entertainment, even podcasts, all have the ability to pull my thought life towards the things of God, or to saturate my mind with things that are in total opposition to the truth. Listen, honestly, I have not made all great choices over the last six weeks. And when I don't make a good choice, I can tell immediately in the pattern of my thinking. Be on guard and be wise with the choices that you're making. Let's pray.
Heavenly Father, help us to garrison our thought lives on all that is commendable and all that is good. Help us to make conscious choices to dwell on the things that are worthy of praise, knowing that the light of Christ and the darkness of all that is evil cannot abide together. This we ask in your precious and holy name. Amen.